0: So we're recording. Is that recording? We're <laughs> ready to go. So, how did you end
1: up here? <laughs> this is Blank on Blank, where lost interviews come to life, distributed by the public radio exchange PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach, and for most interviews, journalists come ready with a list of questions to ask. But sometimes, it's best to just let the subject talk. And tell the story. huh Hi, David Stairs, please. This is him. Hi, this is Gabe Bullard with uh, WFPL in Louisville. Hello. Okay, I'll go ahead and uh, start. Could you say a couple things while I make sure everything's uh, sounding good?
0: Oh, okay. Well, I am in Los Angeles and I am ironing a pair of pants. And then I think I'm going to sew a button on a shirt. Oh, all right. But I think I'll save the button for the next interview because um, it's not on the radio.
1: Are you on a book tour now? Correct. And so uh, how have they changed over the years?
0: The crowds have gotten bigger. I always enjoyed them, but I think now I employ them in a way that I didn't before. I, t- I tend to have little themes for my book tours and ask people questions about that theme and collect a lot of stories. And Like a couple of years ago, my boyfriend Hugh, his senior year of high school, he worked at The Gap. People would come and they would defecate in the dressing room on the floor. So I thought that was just, you know, his gap. But it turns out it happens in all stores in America, all of them. So that was the theme of my book tour. And people told me stories that just curled my hair. So the theme of this tour is breast milk.
1: (laughs) What stories have you heard so far?
0: Well, I started off a woman told me that her mom used to put breast milk in the pancake batter and told her that it was better for them than regular milk. And then I met a woman who put her own breast milk in her coffee. And then I met a woman who was buying champagne glasses at a yard sale. And she said to the person selling them, she said, you know, I'd buy these if you had something to put in them. And the woman said, well, I'm nursing, so just give me a minute. And then she filled one of the glasses with warm breast milk and gave it to her. I said, "What did you do?" And the woman said, "I drank it." I didn't know what else I, you know, I didn't know what else I could do. So, and then a couple days ago, when I was on tour, a woman came up and asked me to sign a container of breast milk, in a little plastic jar. And I asked if I could smell it. She took the lid off, and she said, "We both know where this is going." And I said, "Yeah, we do."
1: So I tasted milk <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did it taste like
0: it was sweeter than regular milk and thinner it was like skim milk with a little sugar in it huh. i don't need to have any more you know I just, I just had that bit but i'd never tasted it before and i thought well i mean someone's offering how often is someone going to offer so i thought okay i'll taste it one year i um I had a tip jar on my book tour because everyone else has a tip jar, so I thought, well, where's mine?" So I put it on the uh on the signing table, and I made um four thousand dollars and I didn't do it every night, but that was the theme of that tour money. but I can't do it again because I started hating people who didn't tip me, <laughs> and I would think, "Thanks a lot, pal. you know I wrote my name in your book, and you couldn't give me money for it." <laughs> It was so ridiculous, and it sort of ruined it, because I'd always loved my tours, you know, but now they were all based on how much I'd made in tips. Like, that's how I measured an evening. So, I don't do that anymore.
1: Were any cities on that tour better than other cities? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Louisville was very good to me on that tour. Dallas was the best. Really? Oh, Boulder, Colorado? hmm Worse. Really? God, people were tight, yeah. I think I came away from Boulder... $60, and I made like 580 in Dallas. The Boulder audience, and, and you see this sometimes, they treated it as a free lecture event. Like They didn't buy books either, which I don't care about. Hmm,
1: that's interesting to think, because Boulder, you get the idea that it's a crowd that might be wealthy. Know, yeah, exactly. And, with uh, really
0: <laughs> ugly shoes on, and everybody carries like four gallons of water on them. in <laughs> these huge containers that are like the size of uh, Congo drums. And maybe they're just exhausted from carrying all that water and they need to go home and rest. I don't know. On a tour a couple of years ago, I offered priority signing to smokers because they didn't have as long to live. Their time was more valuable. That's the way I looked at it. Uh, And then I did that, and I was at UCLA, and a man in the audience filed papers to initiate a lawsuit because I was discriminating against non-smokers on California state property. So I changed it, and I offered priority signing to smokers and women with braces on their teeth, because that would just sound so stupid in court, that he was discriminating against women who did not have braces on their teeth in the state of California. And then on my hardcover tour for this book, I offered priority signing to men who were five feet five and under, that's how tall I am. Because with the cigarette thing, a lot of people were leaving and buying cigarettes and coming back, and that's cheating. You can't cheat on height. And because I'm 5'5", five five, I could measure myself against them. And so I offered um, men 5'5", five and then women over 5'10". But the wee men didn't like standing next to the gigantic women, so that didn't work. So then I changed it to um, women with braces on their teeth or any woman who had something holding her together, which, that's a little bit troublesome because it's open to interpretation. Yeah, you know, well, somebody could come up and they could say, I'm on Valium, and it's all that's holding me together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Many thanks to Gabe Bollard for bringing us this interview from 2009. Gabe is now the News and Program Director at WFPL in Louisville. To hear more, go to soundcloud.com slash Support for Blank on Blank comes from Tiny Letter. Email for people with something to say. It's a simple way to send an email newsletter. From the people behind MailChimp, tinyletter.com. Amy Drozdowska produced this Blank on Blank with me. Our sound logo comes to us from Jeffrey Allen Jones. And for all the journalists listening, we want to hear your lost interviews. So drop us a line to interviews at blankonblank.org. Blank on Blank is distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.